Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Damn right we're your hosts. My yeah. name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And we have a spectacular topic to talk about today. I love whenever I say that many words with the letter T at the beginning of it, because mm. it sounds good, doesn't it? How many? How many? I said spectacular topic to talk about today. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. And not really, but um, it's, it's I guess, rougher to say. The, the best tongue twister I've ever heard is toy boat. It's impossible to say that like really? five times fast. Go ahead toy and try boat, it. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Yeah, you got, got you. Yeah, got I also, you. I also like the... Uh, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle penises. I don't. I don't think you said words there. I think it started out as something, and but listen, hey, we're not talking about tongue twisters right, or whatever right, you right, just right. said. Right. We have a topic that is uh, topical, I guess, mm. for, especially for this week because we are recording this on the twenty seventh of October, mm. and so you know what that means coming up for the people is. Halloween! Halloween, yes. I'm glad that you didn't say like the 28th or the 29th or something. Well, but the Halloween. It is. The 31st of ha- yeah. uh, of October. Right. Which, should Halloween just be on the Saturday, the last Saturday of October? Uh, probably. Probably, but yeah. it's not. You know, So that's just something that we're not going to talk about today, but we could. That's very interesting. Yeah. But we do have something that uh, has been a very successful form of podcasts that we've done in the past. What we do is we take a song mm-hmm. and we conduct a rhetorical analysis of said song mm-hmm. so we did it way back in the day and we did uh what's what's the song escape the pina colada escape. song which is an absolute fantastic episode uh i think we got sued for it because, yeah of course and we, we could easily get sued for this episode as well right there might be a little bit of a difference but um we just took escape the pina colada song we looked at the lyrics and we were like okay is anyone asking questions this is a weird song right then we did it with Gucci Gang uh, by Lil, yeah, Lil Pump. we did. Yeah, and so that's one where we, uh, of course, don't like to have cursing in the podcast. Right. So we didn't even play parts of the song because right. it's impossible to avoid them yep. in uh, Gucci Gang by Lil Pump. Um, but it was it did make for quite a stir for you. I remember you did get a kick out of me reading the lyrics. It, it was quite, it, yeah, it cracked me up pretty nice, you reading it. Yeah, all the all the different things that just me saying those things didn't sound right, and I think right. that's why it was so comical. Yeah. But tonight we have a very interesting uh, song that we're going to conduct, and for people that are listening right now, you've already clicked on the episode and you've already seen the Twitter polls, and and uh, you already saw our tweet saying, "Hey, this is what we're going to talk about this week." You know, the audience knows what we're about to talk about. Yep. But we just usually don't say it until the topic transitions. Right. So we're going to keep that going. But if you could, DJ, um, tell the audience how this podcast works. I think that would help them more than us just going ahead and saying this is what we're talking about today. Right, right, right. Uh, Well, you know when you're trying to put an extension cord up and you got to like wrap it around your arm and elbow Mm -hmm. to wrap it up nice and neat? Yes. So we do the wrapping. We we unplug and do the wrapping of the extension cord. Sure, yeah. And then we throw it at them like they're our children and like, here, you put this... They'll put it away. Yeah. And so that's a good metaphor, right? Mm -hmm. Because uh, we are... Usually, instead of winding up a topic, we're unraveling it. Right. So maybe we got the extension cord out and we're unraveling it and we're going to plug it in. Or maybe we say, hey, go plug this in and the audience plugs it in. Will that work too? Yeah, So it works both ways. Yep. Okay, it's a double-edged sword. Uh, A two-faced double-edged sword. Or just a double-sided extension cord. Or a double ex- double-sided extension cord. Yeah, yep. that's exactly right. So that is a really good metaphor to get us started. 
and I think that, um, I mean, I know we have a lot to get to, and I know that you had texted me earlier and you wanted to, I know, I think the last episode, episode 143, you were talking about some sort of project you were working on, and yeah. you were like, Quinn, please let me update the people on how my book slash yeah, my book. movie is yeah. going. Yeah. Uh, is that something you actually want to do, or is that more of just a joke? No, I for sure want to let them know. Okay. I want, well, let's, I want let's to hear about I, it. I want to put a feeler out there. If you don't mind, I'd love to just like read the first so, line of the well, first chapter. Well, for the people that maybe didn't listen to last week's episode, oh, yeah, yeah. What? tell them a little bit about your book. Well, the title is Beyond Bloated. Okay. And it is about obese zombies. All right. So yeah. just in time for the holiday season. Is, oh, it, for is sure. it coming out this this week? Or? No, no, no. I'm not okay. nearly close to done with it. Okay. But you do have something here. Maybe next Halloween. Okay. But yeah. No, I would love just to just to try to get my hook into the audience here. Yeah. Set the, set the line. Yeah, yeah. Set the hook. All right. You ready? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Chapter one. We're getting fat as George said Hugh Hefner to George Clooney in the midst of a zombie apocalypse. Is that it? That's the first line. Okay. Is there more, though? or is that Well, a... there is more, but that, that's all give, I, Yeah, that's all I'm going to give, give the you. people anymore. That's okay. all I'm going to give you. Um, okay, so I see you, 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 you're jumping into the middle of the story, it seems like. Um, oh, yeah. And another, just a red flag that I immediately see is uh, you have the two characters as celebrities. Right. So you'd have to get their, you'd have to have them sign off on that. Hugh right. Hefner, of course, has passed away. And yeah. So I, I, I don't... George Clooney, too. I No, he's still alive. George actually. Clooney's still alive? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he right. is. Well, I, I'm guessing he'll probably be dead by the time I get done with this book. That's a dark thought. But um, well, what I will say is just like, also, what if... You know, I think the dream is for your book to get picked up as a movie, right? So yeah. what if, you know, you, you it gets picked up as a movie and you can't, of course, Hugh Hefner can't play Hugh Hefner. And then what if you can't get George Clooney to play George Clooney? Then you're going to have, what, Jesse Eisenberg playing George Clooney? That's not going to work. Um, no, you know maybe Edward Norton as Hugh Hefner. Okay, well, let's just let's just not waste too much time on it, right? Not that we're wasting time, but let's go. Why don't you? Why don't we go ahead and just go into today's topic? Okay, right? all right. All so right. Uh, DJ, look out for DJ's book, uh, Beyond Bloated, um, in stores sometime soon, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one or after. Okay, sounds great. So uh, DJ, congrats on that. Um, Thanks, and let's man. go ahead and dive into today's topic: Why people tuned in. Mm-hmm. We are going to do a rhetorical analysis of the Halloween hit. The Monster Match. Okay, DJ, so tell the people how we're going to go about this. Well, we're going to play snippets of the song at a time. Yes. We're going to analyze those snippets. Yes! And that's that's what we're going to do. Yes! That's exactly right. That's what we're doing. Yep. We'll play a little segment and we'll say, what does this mean? We'll dive into it. And yeah. then we'll say, okay, we've, we've done that. Yep. Let's move on to the next part until we've, until we've done the whole thing. Yeah. And let me go ahead and, and maybe, I, DJ and I have been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and tell the audience, you are not going to want to miss the end of the episode. Because oh, we have yeah. a special treat. Long story short, you know, maybe even a spoiler alert here. Yeah. Uh, we found the actual Monster Mash. Right. Uh, after we we traveled to Pennsylvania yep. and we went to that little library that they had there. Yep. We found it on a floppy disk and yep. we converted it to MP3 so we could put it on our podcast. Yep. We have the rights to it. So, and the rights were extremely cheap. What was it? Five dollars? 
Something like that. Something like 350. that. 350. A great deal. You'll understand more as we go about the episode. Uh, but we're doing a rhetorical analysis of The Monster Mash mm-hmm. by Bobby Pickett and the Crypt Kickers. Okay? Yep. That's the song where he did the mash. Everyone knows yeah. the Monster Mash. It because was it's the Monster It's really mash. the only Halloween-themed song. Right. You have, I guess, Thriller. Uh, does that count? Does Thriller count? I think Thriller got thrown into Halloween-themed, but, yeah. you know, that's just at any time of the year Thriller. But Monster Mash is like, hey, it's Halloween. Whenever you hear the Monster Mash, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's getting close. Yep. Better get my costume and my candy, yep. right? So we are going to dive into that one, and then later on at the end we'll play uh, basically the, what, this song that we're about to play is the one that's well known. Right. But it's actually about the lesser known song that we found in the Pennsylvania Library. Right. So let's go ahead. I know it's a little confusing. It will kind of, we'll kind of clear it up as we go along. But let's go ahead and play that first snippet of the classic hit for Halloween, The Monster Mash. Yeah. from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the mash he did the monster mash the monster mash it was a graveyard smash he did the mash it caught on in a flash he did the mash he did the monster mash okay so we'll stop it right there mm-hmm. we've got enough to talk about right here yep. okay i know we didn't play a lot and i know people are probably listening to the but podcast you gotta hit that first, first. yeah i know but people are probably listening to the podcast like no keep playing it yeah why'd you stop and and what we're saying is like okay we understand you like the song mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but we have to kind of dive deep into the lyrics right. the yep. meaning yep so let's go ahead and work line by line here okay yeah so it starts out and says, I was working in the lab late one night. Yeah. So this implies yeah. that one person writing from the point of view of I. Yep. Uh, you could probably. First person. You could probably infer that it's some sort of mad scientist, right? Yep. Frankenstein's uh, creator. Sure. Uh, so he has a laboratory and he was uh, up late, right? Yep. So, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, he's le- he's up late one night. Maybe he's a coffee drinker, right? Yeah. Maybe he has to have that caffeine yeah. to get through those late nights. Oh, most definitely. His eyes beheld an eerie sight. It says, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. Now, here's what I'm kind of confused by, right? Yep. He's he's a, apparently a mad scientist. He's in a lab, uh-huh. and his eyes beheld an eerie sight. Yep. It seems like he was already working on a monster. So, is the eerie sight the monster itself, or is it the sight of maybe the monster coming to life because the next line says for my monster from his slab began to rise right and suddenly to my surprise now we'll get to that in just a second yeah but it's it's the idea that the monster's moving right yeah so that also implies that he's tried this before and it hasn't worked so he's not expecting anything to happen right right and then something happens and he's like whoa yeah is that me Right? Not, not not like on the slab. He's right. not saying, is that me on the slab? Right. Like, is this me that I, I'm doing this? Am yeah. I responsible yeah. for the monster? Well, you know, sometimes the scariest things in life are the things that we end up being successful at. Mm. Yes, because of expectations. Right. Yes. I, right. I, that's a great point. That's a great point. So the monster that he's working on says, my monster, which implies ownership, um, 
it says he began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, yep, he did the mash. Mm-hmm. He did the monster mash. Mm-hmm. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. Mm-hmm. He did the mash. It caught on in a flash. Yeah. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. Yeah. So a little repetitive, right? Well, but get he's, the point he's getting the point across. Yeah. Uh, so the monster did what? The mash. And what did the monster do again after that? The mash. Specifically. Um. It the, was the a, monster mash. The, yeah. Right. 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 Mash. Right. Right. Now, how would you describe said monster mash? Uh, well, uh, it, he says that it's a graveyard smash. Now, what does that mean? You have to ask these questions. What does a graveyard smash mean? Well, I, I would say... Have you, ever, was... have you ever been eating with someone and they take a sip of Diet Coke and they say, man, that's a graveyard smash? No. No. So no. what does this mean? So, uh, yeah, what this, is, what this is implying is that it was very popular among the, among the dead folk. Okay. And just, just to kind of point something out here... I kind of stumbled upon uh, a loophole in my question. Okay. Um, do you remember mixing together all of the sodas? Yep, called a graveyard. And it was called a graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, so I kind of, that's, if anyone but, didn't know, yeah. slang for taking your soda cup and just putting all the different sodas yes. into your cup is right. a graveyard mix. Right. Or I guess you'd go ahead and say a graveyard smash. Right, or at least, not... at least that is the term for it in the mid-southern, eastern, yeah, southern. Yeah, the mid-southern, eastern, western area. Right. So, what I'm saying here is that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the graveyard smashes, and it was popular in the graveyard, I think is what he means. Um, and that apparently the monster continued to do the mash, and it ca- caught on in a flash. Now, I don't necessarily know what that means, mm-hmm. because I don't think, I mean, from what we understand, it's just the scientist in the room right. and uh, possibly a Frankenstein-like monster. In this situation, I can only assume that it's a bolt of lightning. Maybe. The flash is a bolt of lightning, so it caught on just like... That. Like that. that okay. Was a, there we go. There. Um, and then he continues to do the monster mash. Now, here's a question. Is the monster doing the monster mash, which we can kind of figure out is a dance of some sort. Yeah. Was there music playing at the time, or was this just like a uh, first instinct for the monster whenever he was brought to life? Sounds instinctual, or an innate behavior for... You know how sometimes whenever you walk into like a like an automotive repair place and there's a radio like off in the distance, it yeah. seems like there's always a radio off in the distance right. in, in a, at a car, yeah. uh, like a mechanic shop, right? Yeah. So maybe the laboratory has one of those radios. It's just mm-hmm. like on a you know a, a radio station, and so the monster got up and he said, "Ooh, is, is that Gwen Stefani?" And then he started to do the monster match. Yeah, yeah, so possibly, right? We can't rule it out. Maybe, maybe. I can. I I'm, I'm betting it wasn't Stefani. Probably not. Yeah. But that's, I think we really dove into that part, right? So I think, are you comfortable moving on to the next part of the Let's song? Let's do it. Let's right. keep trucking. Let's keep trucking. From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash it was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. Okay, so a lot to unpack there, right? Ooh, you started going into the... Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's just a... Yeah, the next part. It's catchy. We'll get to that. We'll get to so that in a catchy. Second. We'll get to that in a second. But let's go ahead and go back yeah. and let's, let's see what he said here, okay? Now, I'm guessing... And, and I, I don't actually know. I'll ask you this question. Yep. Maybe you'll know. Okay. Is the singer of the song the scientist? I would have to or assume is he, so. Or is he reading the story? 
from like a, a, a different perspective. I, I think I think he's got to be the scientist. Okay, I think so too. So he says, from my laboratory in the Castle East, mm-hmm. which seems like just a convenient way to rhyme that next line, right? Well, he, well, I mean, come on. I mean, from my laboratory in the castle. And then he was like, I can't think of anything to rhyme with the with castle. Right. So he said, Castle East. And people won't think that, oh, okay, Castle East, sure. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's a direction type thing where uh, he knows that if someone did come to the castle and they went to the uh, west portion thinking it was the east. Right. You know, they would find kind of like the bed and breakfast area. The east, of course, is yeah. where he does the, the experiments on the monsters. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Do you think that's more likely? Probably right? so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you want to keep the uh, monster laboratory as far from the breakfast, the bed and breakfast area as possible. Because then it goes on and says, uh, to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. Which, of course, that's where I was like, okay, he just put east so he could run feast. And well, he had those two words. He was, he was stuck, so he had to have them. It works. I guess. I mean, it's a napkin. It's a jotted down napkin rhyme. But, but what are you going to do? But why do the vampires feast in the master bedroom? Because usually you would feast in a dining hall or a kitchen or of some sort. Are they? Are you saying that like maybe he well, he draws people to the the castle and they stay in the master bedroom and then the vampires feast on their blood? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I going would... to suck your blood. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and then he goes on to say. The ghouls all come from their humble abodes. What the hell does that mean? What is a ghoul? It's a ghost. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was ghouls and goblins. Exactly. It's a go. It's a ghost. Yeah. Does that? I mean, what you just said, like goblins aren't ghosts. No. So ghouls are. I ghosts. thought ghouls were something different. All right. Let me. All right. Let me look it up. Because. Uh, we need to figure this out. Why right? do we so, have two words that mean ghost? Here, and they I both just, start I just typed G. in Google. Thank God for Google. Ghouls are ghosts? Question mark. Let's see what Google says. Okay, this is really good podcasting. What's, uh, the, what's difference the difference between, between ghouls, goblins, goblins, goblins and, ghosts? and ghosts? Okay, this is taking a while. The internet here is slow. Um, a ghost, souls of the dead, a ghoul, uh, a creature that eats both stolen corpses and children. Okay, maybe I was wrong. I don't know. I'm telling you, a ghoul is not a ghost. I'm sorry. I thought, hey, you learn something every day, right? You and learn so, something every that's day. That's true. I, I teach some, you something I, I every day. I know. You're exactly right. So the ghouls all come from their humble abodes, which yeah. they sound like terrible uh, beings, They don't right? sound humble. No. They sound pretty damn arrogant. They sound cocky. Yes, yeah. I would agree. Uh, to get a jolt from my electrodes, uh... which sounds a bit... Like a sexual innuendo. Right. But I'm not going to put that on Bobby Pickett and the Crypt Kickers, right? Right. Uh, this is this is a, a song from a long time ago, uh, and yeah. so uh, maybe it doesn't hold up. But I think what he means there is uh, the electricity, maybe the flash uh-huh. that you're talking about yeah. that brings the monsters to life. Yeah. Um, but it seems like if the ghouls all come to get a jolt, mm-hmm. they're already alive i mean so why would they need that jolt ben franklin had the key and electricity and this guy had ghouls and goblins Mm -hmm. that he lit up do you think benjamin franklin's pickup line was like hey baby i can feel the electricity between us or something and then he'd be like i i invented or i uh found electricity you know i don't i don't know that he had to have a pickup line that's true he probably walked in a room and just he was a good looking guy yeah Yeah, i agree i I, from what i've read in the the history books he was about six four yeah uh and he had a a little bit of a a little bit of a gut well yeah but back then that was the thing that was the thing and then it it showed that you were wealthy and right and you had the ability to eat food and and a luscious head of hair 
that only came out of the outside of his yeah, head. Like, yeah, there was no hair top, on top. That but, top. man, that's the hair that was coming around the sides of his head and the back. That's oh. true. Anyways, the song goes on to say he did the mash. Or they did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. The it was monster... a graveyard smash. Okay. I was well... just wanting you to read the next part. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. Now, this is saying there are more than just one like the, the start out with one yeah uh maybe frankenstein like right. monster now there is a collection of monsters doing the monster mash right but it doesn't talk about what is the monster mash what are they doing what the are the movements mash. but what are they well is it a is it hands is it like a, a conga line type thing what is it that's what i, I need know. to know I don't and, know. We, and they don't tell us but you know what let's go ahead and move on to the next part. okay Bring it I on. Didn't, I wasn't it. yelling at you. I was yelling, kind of felt like I was yelling, yelling at, at the song. I was yelling at the song. All right. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking. All were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster. The song's such a banger. That's oh, the I, I don't want to stop it either. I know the audience is. Really I mean, I got the Carlton snap yeah, swing. Do. Maybe on. that's the monster match. I, I don't know. know. Well, well, let's not spoil anything, but right. we'll find out later. Yeah. Um. So let's see. It says the zombies were having fun. So the zombies apparently there's a party forming, right? Yeah. I, I, somewhere in the Maybe castle. Maybe they'll do the monster match in my book. Maybe in the castle north, right? Yeah. Because the castle east is where he works on the on the that's monsters. True. So maybe castle that's north. True. Yeah. I'm not sure. Wherever um, the ballroom is. The party had just begun, so apparently the word got out. Hey, yeah. uh, time for a, a monster ball, or I don't know what the hell. I'm throwing a um, monster kegger. And the guest included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. So it's zombies are having the party, and they invited Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. So Dracula's son. I'm I didn't know sure. Dracula had a son. Well, he does. Um, let's go ahead and just... Who reproduced with Dracula? Uh, I don't Who know. Who lasted long enough to reproduce with Dracula? I don't know, um, and I didn't like the phrasing of that question. But well, let's go ahead and speculate uh, Dracula's son's name. Okay. What do you think? Uh, Dracula Jr.? Good call. I was going to say Chad, but Dracula okay. Jr. makes a lot more sense. All right. Um, so then all, it goes on and says, The scene was rocking. All were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. So Igor, I guess, I think is a famous well-known monster not well known not well known enough for us to know right right uh, but he's backed by his bang out so hey i'm not gonna argue with him uh the coffin bangers were about to arrive that doesn't sound appropriate uh with their vocal group the crypt kicker five so the monster mash is already happening mm -hmm. they're doing the monster mash mm -hmm. but the band hasn't even shown up so that's where like what music is playing I think it, I think it's are all they, in the head and in the heart. Are they just playing? Are they playing the song that they're about to play live whenever they get there? The Crypt Kicker Five is is the band, right? Yeah. There's a lot of questions here, but um, then it goes on to say they played the mash. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It caught on in a flash. They played the mash. 
they played the Monster Mash. That implies that this song mm-hmm. that we're listening to yep. is not the Monster Mash. Right. And that's what DJ, DJ and I were inspired by, something that we saw on social media. We yep. said, hey, that's a great point. Yeah. The, the Monster Mash song itself does not... We don't ever get to hear the actual Monster Mash. Right. We just get to hear the dance that comes with it. Yeah. And uh, the fact that it was played at one point. Yep. So that's where DJ and I were like, we have to find the actual Monster Mash. Right. And it took so much work yeah. to track it down. And we finally did. We're excited to play it. We'll play it at the end of the episode. Right. But there's a lot to unpack here. Because the Crypt Kicker 5 right. is about to get up and play the Monster Mash. Yeah. Um, but it seems like... There's already sort of a party going on here. I think, if I'm putting this together right, the Coffin Bangers sound like a gang. The Coffin Bangers were about to arrive I think with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker 5. Maybe they were groupies of the Crypt Kicker 5. Yes, and that definitely you know, sounds like... You know how like Jimmy Buffett's fans are called like Parrot Heads? Yeah. So the Coffin Bangers are... Uh, the Crypt Kicker Fives, like just kind of fan group, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, or maybe yeah, like we said, maybe. I wonder the, if the one groupies. of them is Dracula's baby mama. Possibly. That's, I bet they hey, are. Don't get too far ahead of yourself, okay? Let's go ahead and get to this next part of the song. All right. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed she was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, "Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist?" It's now the match. Now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. So this is troubling, right? Yeah, a little bit. Because it says, out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. So Was he with one of the coffin bankers? I, well, I don't know, because it, earlier it said the guest included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. Um, so I guess Dracula was already there, or he showed up and then got into a coffin. I'm not sure. I don't know. But it says, out from his coffin, Drax's voice did ring. Seems he was troubled by just one thing. He opened the lid and shook his fist and said, whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? Oh. So there is a little bit of like, hey now, Dracula is claiming that he wrote this song, and it was the Transylvania twist. But everyone then, I guess in the crowd, at the party... Is like, shut up, Dracula. Yeah. You piece of garbage. Yeah. You rotting sack you of meat. Blood-sucking bitch. Okay. Um, he, they're like, it's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Yeah. So, hey, Dracula maybe didn't file for a, a copyright or, or yeah. a trademark on the right. song. Um, and he, that, that just goes to show you have to get those well, rights. You have to get those intangible assets. Even back then. Locked down. Yeah. yeah because Dracula, of course, had a hit song mm-hmm. and it was stolen from him. You know, there's always that one guy that that says, he's like, no, you I stole it from yeah, me. Yeah. I did and, that first. Yeah. And so I think Dracula is kind of being, uh, I guess you could say a nerd about it, right? So just yeah. Dracula should be joining in and enjoying the Monster Mash, but well, he's sure. not. He's saying, hey, I wrote this. I want my credit. And well, he doesn't you know, get it. I don't know why he's invited anyway. You know he's not good company. Well, it seems like things turn around here in the next part of the song. So I guess now would be a good transition into jump, the next portion. Jump in. Well, everything's cool. Drax a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. 
you'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. Mash. Who the hell's Boris? Uh, well, we got some questions that we need to go over. So, um, like I said, it says, now everything's cool. Drac's part of the band. So, apparently, Drac got over himself, and he was like, you know what? Uh, I'll stop being such a party pooper, mm. and I'll just jump up on the stage and sing the song. Yeah. And so, that's good. I'm glad that uh, he kind of overca overcame that uh, barrier that mm -hmm. he had. Yeah. Um, and it says, and now the scientist is like, and my monster mash is the hit of the land. So now the scientist is taking credit for. The, he did uh, bring the, the the monster to life. But the monster mash already existed before because the monster started doing it. It was possibly passed down genetically, right? Maybe so. I don't know. There's this last part is supposed to bring everything together, and instead it it just offers more. It questions. blows it up. Yeah. Um. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. So it's saying, hey, living people can also listen to this mash. And do the mash. And apparently do the mash. The monster mash. And it says, when you get to my door, tell them Boris sent you. Yeah, again, no who idea who, Boris? No idea who Boris is. I guess we can infer that it, it's a butler, uh, maybe a haunted mansion type butler uh, of the scientist residence. Um, and then and then it says, and then you can mash all that jazz, right? Yeah, so right, we, right. we find the out that we can mash, mash, and, mash, graveyard smash, yeah, all that flash. But then that last part. That last part is troubling. I don't know if I've ever heard that last part. That, that I last, think they usually cut it off yeah. before that because it's, I think he's, Igor apparently is mashing. I, I don't know. I, I think don't it's, know. But, but it, it sounded weird. I mean, you hear the. Yeah. And, and he's like, easy, Igor. Yeah. I mean, mash good. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure Whew. about that. We'll just pretend like that didn't happen. Right. But uh, that is the monster mash. Right. So we just broke down the monster mash. And I feel like we did a hell of a job. But like we were saying, the song itself admits this isn't the monster mash. They play something called the Monster Mash, right. but this is a song titled the same about the actual Monster Mash, right? right? And so DJ and I were like, we have to find the actual Monster Mash. Yeah. And so DJ and I uh, drove across uh, how many states? 13, 14? Yeah, at least it, it six. Was a, it, there was a little, at least six, sure. And there was a bread trail. Uh, or, or a breadcrumb trail bread that, we had, trail. that we had yeah. to... Not, well, there was a bread uh, trail, too, because uh, it's always nice to travel up the bread trail right, and, and right. see all the different types of bread that come from the different the, parts of the country. Oh, uh, what was it? The, the, the pumpernickel. Oh, uh, I was going to say the, the, the Harold and Gary breadcrumb oh, trail. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That right. was good. But what we're talking about is we went through extensive research and committed a ton of time to find the actual Monster Mash hidden deep in the depths of a Pennsylvania library on Terrifying. a on a floppy disk. Yeah. Right? So then we had to go buy a, a computer that could read a floppy disk. Converting it over to MP three was a pain in the ass. The library was abandoned. By and the, the library was abandoned, yeah. And and it was haunted, I think. I'm not sure. It sounded like it. But we found the actual Monster Mash. So you just listen to the more well known Monster Mash, but what you're about to listen to is the song that spawned the Monster Mash dance itself, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess this song that we just listened to. Mm -hmm. So this song that we just did a rhetorical analysis of yep. is the song about what we're about to play. The song about the song. 
that we're about to play that yep. we've that we tracked down. Right. Uh, so we will play it, and then we will talk a little bit about that because there are some questions. Um, but please enjoy the actual Monster Mash in its entirety. It was the time of the year when the monsters go wild. Ghosts, goblins, mummies, witches, all scaring your child. The monsters running around, causing terror in town. Oh yeah. Which monster is the scariest? It's hard to crown. But today we find out which of the monsters get down. Monsters dancing away, out from under their graves. That's right. Ghouls and goblins running amok, trying to take your soul and your cash. The mummies and the zombies smell like feces, but they are all heading to the monster bash. You can't stop the monsters from doing their thing. They won't even give you a chance. So step back and away from the monster parade because they're on their way to dance. What dance will they do? It's the Monster Mash, the one that goes with this very song, titled the same. And though while they dance, it may not seem right. The point is for them to do it wrong. You take your left leg and you bring it on up. Then you snap it right in half. That's right, throw the dismembered leg up into the air. Now the monsters are all doing the mash. The witches and the goblins all get in the line. Bend over, touch your toes, and break your spine. It may hurt a regular person to do these moves, but trust me, the monsters are fine. So, down, down, do your dance, do your dance, do your dance. Down, down, do your dance, do your dance, do your dance. The year I'm referring to are the monsters, the zombies, mummies, skeletons, and pumpkin people. Do whatever moves that fits ya. Because you only do this dance once a year, maybe twice, if there's a werewolf or mitzvah. I don't... I just don't get it. I don't understand so it. So specific. It's very descriptive and specific. You're exactly right. And I just, like, it starts out fine, right? It's uh -huh. like, it's like, oh, the, zo the zombies and the monsters are going around town scaring children and things like that. Right. And, I, and, I, and it's and it's fine. And it sounds it sounds like, yeah, okay, yeah, this is the monster match. We go off the rails fast. But then it does. Yeah. How it was and so I think fast. it starts first, it says, like, ghouls and goblins... Stealing your souls and your cash. Right. What the hell does a, a ghoul or a goblin need cash? I don't Hard know. cash for. What are they? I don't know. What are they buying? It's not like they have bills or anything. What are they? I'm a little worried. What kind? Of, what kind of drugs would a would a go a ghoul or goblin yeah, well, buy now, for now, a party? Easy now. I, I mean, I, you can imply. I don't know. I, I don't want to go there. Okay. okay. All right. It's just, and then then you get to like the actual. It's like. It's very descriptive and, like you said, specific. It's like the song I'm referring to is the ma, and, and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, we get that, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's kind of inferred. Redundant. There. It's very redundant. It even says titled the same. Yeah. So the dance and the song, like, it's almost like this is the hey, yeah, this is the actual one. Yeah, right. And then it gets the dance and it's super violent. 
and you're yeah, lifting very... your leg up and you're snapping it in half and yeah. throwing it up in the air and bending it over and, touching your toes and, you're, and breaking your spine yeah, yeah and let what? me go ahead let me go ahead and point out that it sounds eerily similar to little john yeah. when, he, when he says bend over and touch your toes yeah and you're like like is that is it did little john steal that from this or or is little john immortal and did he do that part of the song interesting question yeah because this is from like the i think whenever we dated it in that library which right. was which was scary itself oh right? terrifying yeah all those I mean, noises was, yeah, yeah i don't know i don't know it was that that haunted or that library was either haunted or there were a couple of goats in the biography section okay but so what i really want to get to is that I don't understand how, like, the song is, like, it has a little, it sounds like it has a little John in it, and then it goes on and it has, the, it sounds, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds a lot like the Cupid Shuffle there for a second. Yeah, for a couple of lines it, for, it Like, verbatim. Yeah. Down, down, do, do your, your dance, dance, do your, your dance, dance, do your, your dance. dance. Down, down, do your dance, do your dance, do your that's dance. That's the Cupid Shuffle. Yeah. So the Cupid Shuffle clearly stole it from the actual Monster Mash. Sounds like. So, how did they get their hands on it? I don't know. We almost died. Getting I have no idea. And then, and then at the end, it, it it says something about a you only do the dance once a year, maybe twice if there's a werewolf bar mitzvah. Yeah, since when are werewolves Jewish? I don't, we don't we don't know for sure. But the song it it was written in a different time, so I, I have no idea. But it is crazy. Jeez. I'm glad that we got to hear it, right? Yeah. Because it's nice yeah. to have that that sense of. <sighs> okay, it's off my shoulders. I know what the actual Monster Mash sounds like right. now. So yeah. that's that's kind of a, a, a sigh of relief. But True. I don't know if it, it does raise a lot of questions. Uh, that's all I'll say about Was, it. Do you think that we were better off not having heard it? No, I no? think we needed to. Okay. I think all we right. needed to because now we know how to do the Monster Mash. Okay. I, I probably wouldn't. I mean, I've woken up in a cold sweat or time or two since we found it. Yeah, I have too. Yeah, but probably those, hopefully it's the haunted part of the library that followed us. But what I, what I really am interested in is I, I think that we just did a rhetorical analysis on both the actual Monster Mash and then, or yeah, yeah, the Monster Mash that everybody knows, and then mm-hmm. the actual Monster Mash that we right, found. Right. Um. So it's a two for one there. Yeah, on the, big on old the, two for buy one get one. Buy one get one. Well, we we mm-hmm. had one and we found one, yeah. so that's the two for one that we got. But it's very interesting, and I think that's. I mean, I don't know if we can do any more. I think we covered it to about ninety five percent. So, I think that's gonna do it, right? Anything? Uh, yeah. Monster I, Mash. I, I think they got it. Happy Halloween, right? Stay safe. Now's a, now's a great time to wear a mask, right? Spooky, so, spooky. And you can blare the actual Monster Mash. We'll release this. So if you have a Halloween party or something like that, you can play this at your Halloween party. Yeah. Oh, you guys have heard the Monster Mash, but have you heard the, the actual Mash? mash? Yeah. yeah, the yeah. actual Monster Mash. Yeah. So we'll put put it in your uh, SoundCloud playlist or something for your Halloween party. I don't know. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yep. My name's, my name's Queen Eden. I'm DJ Pig. And that's... All you need to know. All you need to know. I'm sorry, I took your thing. All you need to know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no, zero, zero, at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.